0: This is Scoreline Extra, bringing you all the best bits from the weekend of sport on Scoreline on Saturday and Sunday. Today we're going to kick off with David Eve from Corn Athletic Club on the Federation of Irish Sport Volunteer of the Year Award. Also coming up, we're going to talk to Clean and Hay, the Cardo footballer who was nominated for a TG Carr Junior Ladies Footballer of the Year Award. Post-match reaction from the Michaeling Motors Hyundai Intermediate Quarter Finals. Reaction as well from Liz Downey and the Roaring Steag in their St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling Relegation Final, and with interviews from a couple of the managers from the latest rounds of the Carlo Senior Football Championship. First, David Denis from Goran Athletic Club.
1: The show, of course, a couple of times you're on today to promote the Irish Volunteer and Sports Award, you deservedly won it last year. Incredible shift you put in in Goran Alex Club. And I suppose the first question to ask you today is how big can an award like this be? Not just for an individual like yourself, I'm sure it was of immense pride for you, but for the club also because it did give a lot of exposure to Goran Alex Club, didn't it?
2: I did, it was great recognition, and uh, not alone of myself, but of Gorn, and, see, and indeed of Athletics in Kilkenny, because uh, last year they only give one volunteer in sport award per county per year. Um, and while this is the, the third year of them doing it, last year it was great that Athletics got recognised, so we were absolutely thrilled with that. And it was great recognition of all the work, really hard work that's going on behind the scenes uh, with, with everything that we do in the club.
1: Yeah, uh, well said I think and I just think um, awards like these it really does give great exposure obviously you're on here today speaking thus to us but just across the board I think you could just tell around this time last year when you won the award that Goran Athletics Club was really in the news and it was just brilliant to see from yourself as well I suppose from your own point of view it's very noticeable that there's been a massive increase in members in, in members and coaches at the club in Goran Athletics recently and it's just been so great to see the club growing I suppose as, as from a country club to see what you're doing today in the water really vibrant on social media as well how did you go about achieving such a high growth level in such a short space of time? Because a lot of it really, you really were the catalyst for this without uh, trying to embarrass you now, but I suppose, you know, you see the way that the club has grown and you were the catalyst. So how did you go about it in going electric? Was it about structurising and uh, organising the club in a proper structure and way so that you could really harness the ability and, and get more people involved in the club? Yeah, that, that was a lot
2: of it, Robin. Um, it was down to, you know, probably I know you said but down to myself, but there was a lot of other people involved as well. The club has been well established. The club is a, like it's a 40-year-old club. Um, and we basically, um, when we came into the committee about um, seven, eight years ago, we made a very liberal decision to put in place a, a, a club plan and to uh, start putting a coaching structure in, in place and um, we've built from there. We've built from a situation where we, um, at the time, had probably three or four coaches, up to another situation where we've got over 20 people who are trained coaches. And that's made a huge difference. It just means that you can bring in kids, you can engage with athletes, and you can actually basically get the club to perform very well and get people involved and um and and it's been great i mean it's not just about getting people involved but being able to hold events like we've held um leinster and national events and we're very active in in the overall kind of county and national athletic scene
1: yeah, I think it is, it's just great to see, like I say, I think just um, clubs like this, maybe not just the traditional song hall I suppose, when you think of athletics in Kilkenny, a lot of people would think of Kilkenny City Harriers, but just to see the way it's grown out in going is just amazing to see. And like I say, um, I think a lot of the praise has to go to yourself and committees who, who really do grow the sport. Um, I suppose last time we did speak to you, David, you were also involved in the Kilkenny Athletics County Board as the county secretary. Um, is the structures in place at that level as well that really has allowed to see, you see the success of the Olympians in total Tokyo recently, the Paralympians as well. Obviously, Mary Fitzpatrick from your own club doing so well out in Tokyo. Is that kind of structure at county level that then can expand into um, international level? That's why we've kind of harnessed a lot of talented athletes in recent times. Do you think that's a major reason for it? Yeah, I think it
2: is. I think the work of clubs like. KCH and ourselves and St Sennan's, Town Castle Comer, St Joseph's. There's 11 active laddie clubs in Kilkenny and we're one of the few counties with that kind of number of clubs, you know, outside of the big counties of Dublin and Cork. So that's, that's what's built on it. So we've got really good coaches across the county and really good volunteers. Like we're, we're, we're absolutely, we're so lucky. I mean, last year it was great to see our, Um, this is, it was great to see, say, Manning going over to the Olympics from KCH and, as you say, Mary Fitzgerald from our own club going to the, going to the Paralympics. And, and there's much more in prospect because of the really, really good work that's going on behind the scenes. And it's just great to see.
1: Yeah, and also while uh, while you also held that position in the Kilkenny Athletics County Board, you also held the position of competition secretary or indoor competition secretary, rather, for Leinster Athletics. So you're quite a busy man. Um, just from your own po- point of view, again, I suppose, just talking about, you because you were obviously the winner of the Volunteer Award last year, and rightfully so. Did you always plan on moving into positions where you could make widespread change in athletics uh, on a larger scale, like you have? Because you've not just only obviously um, implemented law structures and um, kind of things, that put put things in place at Gore and. County level, but you've also gone into Leinster as well. How crucial has that been for you? Uh,
2: Yeah, no, I am very interested in giving back and getting involved, and I'm the kind of person that that, that can't say no in a way, you know what I mean? uh, But I think it's very important that people do give back, and I think no volunteer should ever be pushed away from a club. You know, I think it's great to see, like, nationally, there's 450,000 people who are volunteers in sport um, who give about 32 million hours they reckon of, of support um, in volunteering across and they reckon about 13,000 sporting clubs and organisations that we have and I think it's just important that we everyone does give back and that's part of the reason why I give back and I, I just like being involved um, and I, I, like, I like the actual administration side of things but I also do a bit of coaching as well um, but I do like basically you know being involved and helping to to make a difference and get people involved in athletics.
1: Yeah, and that's just great to hear, I suppose, not just for yourself, but there's loads of people involved in athletics in Kilkenny and across the country that has seen um, such a growth in the sport. And it is, it is amazing to see it, like I say. Um, just again, I suppose, you know, we're not, unfortunately, we've heard the news this week, I suppose, just moving away from sport a bit, that COVID-19 maybe we're not quite out of the wilderness yet. But just looking back on the pandemic, I suppose... Um, have you seen kind of more of a growth in people coming back? Are there more people interested in athletics with Gorin um, since the kind of return to action in the, around the middle of the summer or so? Or have, has it unfortunately been the other um, effect in the sense that a lot of people have dropped off due to a long period without being involved in athletics? How has how has the pandemic affected um, athletics at Gorin for youth and, and adults, I suppose? Yeah, I suppose that, that's a really good question, Robbie.
2: Um, I... I think we've seen a couple of things. One is there's definitely an appetite for a return to sport and basically there was a huge uptake and we were, we were delighted this year to be able to continue to hold our county athletics and our, our national athletics competitions and that just made a huge difference for particularly for an awful lot of juvenile athletes but there was a cohort of juvenile athletes who have lost out um, over, over the pan, pandemic and trying to keep them connected with sport is an ongoing challenge. And then the last thing was with the adults, um, there's not a lot of people who took up athletics and started running and started exercising, you know what I mean, within the different 5K and 20K limits that we had yeah. back in, in earlier this year. And that got a lot of people going on, um, you know, participation in the sport, and they're coming now to the clubs to, to get involved as well. So that, it's had, it's had some, some bad effects, it's had some good effects. Um, but I think it's, it's really a case of trying to keep people connected. Um there was an awful lot of work done by an awful lot of clubs on on, you know, providing activities that people could do virtually. Um, athletics Ireland did an awful lot of work and I know a lot of the other governing bodies did as well on trying to come up with different uh, virtual activities and virtual competitions and there were some great activities done by by, by, by ourselves and go and but by, indeed by all the athletics clubs in the counties where they're really try, trying to keep kids connected and, and active you know even within the spaces that they that they had to stay at home you know it, it worked really I thought it, it worked reasonably well but it is it is challenging it, it was but it's great to be back
1: yeah, I suppose you think think back to all those um, kind of dark times, I think really last winter, I suppose, this time around last year we were going into lockdown and that... Um was it hard almost I know we talk about the kids and I suppose they're the ones that are affected the most but almost for volunteers like yourself was it hard to keep going in the sense that I suppose a volunteer drives off adrenaline similar to an athlete in the sense that they get to go to training um, help out with the kids you know really try and develop their growth in the sport and that but obviously that was taken away from you as well and I think maybe not a lot of um, focus was was on that it was all about the athlete rather than maybe the people that make the athlete if you will was, was it hard for yourself and for athletes involved in going in, in Kilkenny Athletics. That was just kind of taken away from you. And how and how important was it that you kept things running, like you say, in the virtual sense, um, just so that kind of you kept in the, in the in the minds of of the young athletes, athletes in Goran and kilkenny
2: I think it was, I think it was critical that we did try to keep going and try to keep meeting and try to keep doing things. Um, I did a lot of work over. Over the the winter, last winter and into the spring, with with different clubs in Kilkenny and and nationally, um, where we were encouraging clubs to take the opportunity of a bit of downtime to look at basically planning for when they did come back and to put in place different club plans and different development activities. So when when they did come back, that they were ready to do that, and and that was that was a, a good a good use, I suppose, of committee time is the best way to describe it. So when people came back, they were ready. You know what I mean. So when things took off. Yeah in the late summer. People were up and going and they were planning to get coaches trained and they were, you know, there was all that lined up. And as a result, we ended up with a very busy, I think it was nearly every, every weekend during the summer, uh, kind of June, July on, there was something on. You know what I mean? And it was, that was brilliant to see, you know. Um, but, but yeah, no, it, it's still not the same as you really point out as that, that thing of walking out to the side of a track or out to a training session or, you know, to the side of a pitch. It just, nothing beats that. And that's why people are involved in sport, you know.
1: Exactly, and I think that was well said and well put from you there, David. Um, just, w- just finally, before I let you go, um, so for anyone that is on shore, how do you nominate a volunteer for the award that, of course, you won last year? And uh, when is the deadline for the award? I know we said it was, it was tomorrow evening, but is there a specific time that people can stop voting? That no, it's it's
2: tomorrow, the 17th of October, to taking the volunteers up to that. Just go to, as you say, Robbie, go to the website and uh, volunteer sport. Uh, and it's great to see uh, that being recognised by the federation of Irish sport, but it's. The just go to the website and um, you can find all the details on, on what's involved and don't be afraid to put people forward it's great to see uh, this is the third year they've done it the first year it was won into Kenny by Paul Cummins Mr Mister uh, Hockey uh, Kenny Storm um, and it was great to see and um, last year obviously was said but it was great to see other sports being recognised and it was great to see you know sports you know from boxing to, to hockey to canoeing to, to hurling to uh, athletics being recognised you know what I mean so it's, it's, it's for all yeah. sports it's not just for, for athletics it's for, for, for everything you know so don't be afraid to put forward the, those people who are helping to drive
1: on your clubs. well David it's great to talk to you as always and um, keep up the good work in going to club it's great to see you like I've said and um, thanks for coming on the show today really appreciate it
2: thanks Robbie take care thanks
1: like perfect. Uh, that's David Denia from Goran Electric Club talking about the Volunteering Sport Irish Federation of Sports Award that he so richly deserved to win last year. Great work being done out in Goran Athletic Club and um, just c- continue the good work.
0: Now we're going to hear from Carlo, footballer Cleaninney Hay who talks about being nominated for the TG Caher Junior Ladies Footballer of the Year Award.
1: What a season she had and here she is. Kalina, how are you? Hi,
3: thanks a million. Sorry about that.
1: No uh, hassle good. at all. How are you? These things happen. Very good, thanks Kalina. Uh, I'm sure you're absolutely great after the week you had, of course, being nominated for the TG at uh, Junior's Player of the Year Award. More than deserving, I must say, nine goals and 19 points an incredible season in the Carlo jersey this year. I suppose the first question to ask is how proud are you to be nominated for the award? Yeah,
3: I'm absolutely delighted and it, it's such an honour because that award was voted by like Players that we've played against and stuff, players that um, from other teams. So it's a huge honour that um, to get recognised like from your opponents, who I'm sure aren't very fondly on the pitch. So yeah. yeah,
1: it's a huge honour. Is there something extra special about that? I suppose you mentioned that from your own opponents, but from your peers um, that are kind of saying it that you are the best of the best. Nearly, you know, you're in the top three amongst the best. Is that, is that kind of makes it just that extra bit special? That obviously, any any player, to your nomination is incredible yeah. in its own right. But for it to be against your own opponents, just shows goes to show how good a season you really did have.
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's so nice to get some recognition from the players you're playing against because they probably know best kind of who they would have played against everybody in it. So to be picked out from, from the whole junior grade is such an honour.
1: Yeah, and I suppose look, there's a reason you've been nominated for player of the year. You had an absolutely fantastic season, 919. Like I said, um, disappointing, I suppose, from a collective in the, from a collective point of view that you did lose out against Antrim in that semi-final. But um, such a good season for yourself individually. What 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 was it that brought you to that extra level? I know you're obviously playing with the Trinity side as well, um, in college as well. Is it kind of playing maybe amongst um, not to say better players, but a, a wider range of players in Trinity in university, or is there anything amongst that that would maybe has has seen you bring a bit an extra edge to your game this year
3: yeah well Trinity are a huge support and I would be training with them twice a week as well and this year actually we have Connor Laverty as our manager so it's great to have someone of that calibre kind of giving you tips and tricks and what to do especially as he's a forward as well so um, that's a huge benefit to us Um, and yeah it's good competitive football um, with the college and it's nice kind of playing with players you wouldn't get a chance to play with otherwise so yeah that would definitely help um, and college is great support like we've great uh, facilities and um, the gym and stuff like that so that would definitely help with my game
1: Yeah and I suppose obviously last year coming in you win the Zucar Golden Boot um, nine nineteen, like I say it's just a farcical scoring; and it's unbelievable stuff um, you got the award on the pitch in Crow Park at the, in the All-Ireland Final Day how special a moment was that for you as well?
3: Oh yeah that was amazing especially the the atmosphere in Croke Park was surreal you know for me to have won the All-Ireland was a huge shock and it was just electric so to be on the pitch amongst those players kind of was just surreal you'd love you know obviously i would have preferred to be there with my own teammates and stuff like that and seeing the other counties celebrate like it's definitely something to strive for to be playing in Crow park and hopefully next year we'll be there as a team you know not just on my own so
1: yeah is, is that the big hope i suppose um for 2022, obviously the management site, management team rather, have stepped away and um, I suppose really there is one aim. Is that to get to Crow Park and win an All-Ireland Junior title or is there anything else oh, on yeah. your mind?
3: Absolutely. You know, you'd you'd trade any individual award to be playing alongside your teammates um, in Crowe Park. So that's definitely the aim, if not next year, in the next few years. But, you know, we've showed this year that we're like, in amongst the best. Um, so we definitely can't see a reason we wouldn't be in Crowe Park next year or going well.
1: Yeah how, how would you reflect on the championship last year actually clean I suppose you did lose um, three of your five games but you did end up in the semi-final and easily, could have easily defeated Antrim who were obviously an incredibly strong side in their own right. Um, was it a good season for yourselves It's quite a young panel I suppose um, that the management team had at their disposal or was there maybe a shred of disappointment that um, you didn't go all the way when you were so close to doing so?
3: Um, Well, yeah, it was definitely, like, looking back was a brilliant season, but, you know, disappointed in the end not to have made it to the final. But, like, we put up such a good show against Antrim and we gave everything we possibly could. Um, And, like, when the chips were down and we were playing against Limerick, we put in such a good performance. So there's so much to take from it. Like, in the end, obviously disappointed not to have got to the final. um, But, like, huge momentum and loads to build on, especially with such a young panel for everyone days going then I can't see why we can't go all the way next year
1: yeah two things you mentioned there about the kind of the momentum that you built up um, throughout 2021 and the young panel Um, obviously that young panel would have gained a lot of experience through playing this year obviously five games is really good uh, in for any, any team but in championship football as well it brings an extra edge and you kind of need to be playing championship I suppose to get up to that level do you think to, um, with that in mind that there's a kind of a solid foundation in place for you now to really strive to do better and um, th- like that this season was good but the next couple of seasons really could be so so special if, if it all comes right for you yeah
3: there's definitely more in us and as you said like for the first time in a, a few years there's a very good foundation there and um, a core group of girls that, you know, we're at every single session and giving it their all and hopefully we'll come back in next year now and we'll have a lot to build on. You know, we've already done a lot of the groundwork, kind of just tweaking things and definitely it's within our reach.
1: Yeah, and I suppose just, just coming back to yourself, that Antrim game... Um Carlo, of course, scored three eighteen. you got 3-5, and I, I just kind of, I chuckle to myself every time I see your stats, they're just absolutely remarkable, and um, I, th- I think they probably mean you're the favourite to win this player of the year award, but when you're playing at that high a level, I suppose, and you're on the pitch, and you kind of, how good a feeling is that for yourself, that you're just, you just know you're on, maybe, you know, not to kind of put words into your mouth to say that you're the best, but, that you're on such another level almost to the players on your pitch and that's obviously culminated in the award have you felt that you've been playing at a higher level in in the last number of years or particularly last year
3: Uh, yeah well I, I would have felt that I was kind of you know things were going my way and you know the scores the shots I was taking were kind of going over but like as I said before you know the girls are the ones passing me the ball or even winning the freeze that I'm taking and I'm just at the end of it kind of getting all the glory but there were you know there were performances put in by everybody else around me that were just as good they just mightn't have gotten the score like a lot of those were put on a plate for me and stuff so you know it definitely was not all me in any way shape or form but um I did feel like yeah this year kind of things were going my way and um I was working hard on my freeze and they kind of went well but at the same time everybody else was doing just as much and there were other scores on the day as well so it definitely wasn't all just me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, and just just um, just for yourself again, I suppose, you're a math student in Trinity College. Uh, like we said, you're playing with the Trinity side as well as co-captain in the soccer team. Um, how hard is it to juggle kind of your academic studies and also your extracurricular activities? Because it's not that you're kind of playing a load of different sports on top of your studies. You're playing at such a high level that there's a lot of discipline that's needed. Um, is that something that you find difficult or is it something that just comes very natural to you? Uh,
3: I suppose I'd kind of be used to it, you know, from the years I've never... I've I like the pandemic is probably the only time that I haven't been playing so much sport and I nearly found it harder to get things done because when you have all day to do something it can kinda of take you a while to get around to it, whereas if you have a few hours before training you'll get it done because you need to get it done. Yeah. So I suppose it does kinda of come naturally because I've been doing it for so long and I, I really like routine so um sometimes it can be a bit stressful if I have a college match and then a um a county match in the same week or something like that. But I'm so used to it now I just would get it done.
1: Yeah, and you also obviously represent your club, Benicari, round um, an immense pride, I suppose, that must give you that you can represent your club on such a high stage for both Carlo and in college, because you really are playing at the highest level and at the peak of your powers. How, how, how much pride does it give you that um, you get to represent your club on the national stage?
3: Oh, so much pride. I obviously wouldn't be anywhere near where I am today if it wasn't for the club. Like, um, the girls have been brilliant, and the coaching and the facilities and everything we've gotten you know, since I started out when I was about 10 years old, has been brilliant, and, like, it's so great going back to the club and seeing the younger age group and ladies' football thriving there now, so wouldn't be anywhere near I am today without them.
1: Well, thanks very much for taking the call, cleaner. Really appreciate it, and um, best of luck in your nomination for the TG Carr Juniors Players Player of the Year Award. The results will be revealed on November 13th in the Bonnington Hotel in Dublin, like I say, and... Um, best of luck and I, I can I think from everyone here at Casey Lawrence-Gorland we think you, that you utterly deserve it so best of luck with that
3: Thank you
1: so much thanks for having me on Thanks very much that was Clean Nihae the Head, uh, 2021 TG Carr Juniors Players Player of the Year uh, nominee we'll find out on November thirteenth. like I said whether Clean is successful but we certainly think that she um, should be we're just going to go to
0: Next up on the show, we're going to hear from Shane Donnelly from St. Lacton's of Freshford after the Michaeling Motors Hyundai Intermediate Quarterfinals this weekend. <laughs>
4: Shane, well done um, I said it to Michael on commentary to say a game of two halves but a game of four quarters I think But a great win in the end for Southampton I think it was it was touch and go there for,
5: for a good while we were under the cosh there the last quarter we just had to dig in we got the goal that drove us on in fairness that, that drove us on for the last quarter gave us the spark that we needed because we, were, we weren't we were up to our, our own high standards but that, that that last quarter really is the fresher that we know and look we're back to a semi-final again third year fourth year in a row now I think it's time to kick on we've been here before and the Northern Park voodoo was over and hopefully now we can drive on whoever we get now we're looking forward to two weeks time and hopefully we can drive on and go one step further anyway
4: Yeah because at the start of the second half it wasn't easy they got off Blitz Creek 1-2 straight in they put you on the back foot straight away
5: They did it was tough to come back from it now we, we didn't know if we would but we, we stuck at it we stuck at it we dug in we didn't let them get they could have got two or three more goals being honest but no we stuck at it and um, we dug in and the last quarter the real pressure really came through and lucky enough. But look, we got through, we got through in the end anyway. Look, goal
4: like came at the right time, great goal. And to be fair to Liam, uh, missed two, but he stood up like a man and oh, finished geez. with some terrific freeze in the he second did half. The
5: freeze and the striking, yeah. it, Liam's freeze, his striking is brilliant. You can't ever question that lad. Yeah. Um, the goal on a plate for me, <laughs> in fairness yeah. to him as usual. It took, but
4: you took
5: it well. Ah, uh, well, it was on a plate, but in a fairness to difficult he, angle. no uh, it was, but I uh, know, fairness to Liam, he was absolutely he was playing it. He gave
4: you a great and, ball, didn't
5: he? He did. Oh, she's on a plate, and yeah. fairness, all I could do is striking on target and it was a goal. But no, hopefully, in two, we time now. Look, we've nothing. One yet, but looking forward to two weeks, that's uh, well, for sure.
4: Well done, a great performance, and thanks congratulations on to, to the semi final. Yeah, Very good, so yeah. Thanks a million. Thank, a Thank, you. Thank
0: you, good man. <laughs> <laughs> Downey and the Roar in the St. were in action in the St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling Relegation semi final of the weekend. We caught up with Martin Power from Liz Downey.
4: Martin, uh, you did what you came here to do but you would have rather be in a semi-final you're telling me off air but a win is a win and you avoided your staying senior.
6: Yeah, very much so. We're very, uh, we're happy with today's result but look, look, reflecting on the year, um, reflecting on the year we're, we've, we set our targets a little bit higher than this and unfortunately we didn't get those targets we found ourselves where we were today and we got over and done our job today and, and thankfully we fought tooth and nail with a very, very uh, tough and challenging uh, Roar side you know who were experienced and been in this, this situation in the past so we knew coming today that we'd have to be on our toes and, and, and ready to, to, to give it our all
4: You ran your toes in the first half and got a great
6: first half lead Yes um, we were. We took, We took. got the wind in the first half I suppose and, and the lads uh, took us a little while to settle into it but we did settle in and we got our took our chances we took uh, a couple of I think well worked goals and, and well finished goals and some great class finish from Aiden. And the boys there, so they are really, really pleased with that aspect. We were looking for that all year long. I think, I think
4: Aidan finished with 3-4, he got yeah. the three goals there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So,
6: look, he's. Um He's a fantastic hurler, you know, fantastic young lad, fantastic attitude. But he's very much supported around by fantastic lads around him as well. Fantastic group of lads and, and, and great effort out of them all. You know,
4: so. yeah, you won a right few admirers during the year because coming in here today, neutrals from different clubs, and that were saying that Liz only probably favourites today. Because you won a few admirers, and from the time of the penalty shootout last year, and coming up a good enough year, as you say, disappointing not in the semi-final, but at the same time, he played some great hurling.
6: Yeah, well, look, we. This, this, they're a very, very, very young bunch of players and um, they have no fear and uh, they're very, very open and, and as to, to learning which is key to it all, I suppose they're very open-minded and willing to learn they're like sponges in that regard, they want to learn, they want to improve and they want to become better so they're very, very young and I suppose they won an under 21 in 2019 and I suppose that's the foundation of the team really and uh, supported them by a few older lads and that kind of stuff who were great leaders and, and, and uh, the young lads have been prepared to follow you know so and, and everyone has contributed in their own way to the to the setup, you know yeah, and
4: sustaining senior status means an awful lot for a club Martin
6: of course it does yeah absolutely um, it, it, it's where every hurler wants to be up hurling senior hurling in Kilkenny where the, it's the cream of the, the cream of supposed to be in senior you Kichenny and be uh, competing at that level is, and, and, and challenging yourself. Every individual wants to challenge themselves in life I suppose, not just in, in life but in sport and sport is where you get those chances to, at senior level to really challenge yourself and push yourself on to be the best you can be I suppose and bring out the best out of yourself I suppose.
4: You enjoy it because my memory serves right, well, you guided them to the junior a few years ago and I, I remember that day very well.
6: <laughs> I <laughs> did. I I, I I found I I really really enjoy work with these lads but I found the last. It's found. It's very, very uh, stressful. To yeah. it, tough so, championship. Yeah, tough championship, and just, just found it that you're, you're willing you're willing the very very best and you know what these lads have put in and you know what these lads deserve and uh, you don't always get what you deserve of course but like um, I think we were just unlucky in the three championship matches that the league championship matches and we're really really. we thought we were really hard done by against the Borough in the in the, in the first round I think um, a little bit more luck I suppose a little bit uh, finishing I suppose and little things like that that we should have we should have pipped the Borough and found ourselves in a final, in you know but look the way it goes and we have back to the drawing board for all these young men, and, and, and no doubt, I w- no doubt they will prepare and be ready for next year
4: as well. You, know. you had a great job with them after the match. You know, I'm not yeah. supposed to hear week or that, yeah. but I just heard you were complimenting them on their efforts because yeah. it's not easy being a top player in Kilkenny in a club team, whether you're a county player, club player. Yeah. There's a lot of commitment involved with these lads, and lads working away from home and coming back and uh, preparing yeah. for a short run championship. So, in fairness, you had a few nice words with them there.
6: Yeah, well, look, um, they really deserve great credit because they took it upon themselves. I suppose with the COVID and we not being able to come yeah. together to work. Given programmes and they were given work to do, and they absolutely came back for a man. They came back in tip-top shape, and fitness was absolutely never an issue for us. We finished every game very, very strong every every all year long. So we're very happy with the level of commitment that they've shown, and uh, individually, you know, which is I think is a really, really good sign in an individual when he goes off and he's given work to do. Back and he says, "Here I am, ready to go." Like you know.
4: Yeah. Before I let you go, a final question. I look at teams in Kilkenny, I look at teams in Carlow, all over the country covering matches. You have 41 of a senior panel in a place like Liz Downey. That's remarkable.
6: Well, look, we don't exclude anyone. We all train together. The juniors are out tomorrow at 12 o'clock against um, against the village, I think. And we all train together. And there's. Just great numbers there, That's and it did uh, very. It's a club that doesn't lose players very easy, you know what I mean. So, um, just just fantastic bunch of young lads, and they all are eager, as I said already. They're eager to learn and eager to go and be be the best they can be, and they're all prepared to contribute. Uh, like we have training sessions there. For instance, last Sunday morning we had a training session with 30, uh, 36 or seven lads training, and then we'd like a match among ourselves with uh, 10, six or seven 10 subs. You know what I mean. So yeah. it was fantastic. Like you know, when you have that sort of preparation level. It's really really good you know.
4: Okay well listen Martin well done on your own contribution well done Thank on a great year and I know commiserations are not getting to the semi final but uh, well. there's a fair bit of relief today. <laughs> oh
6: absolutely the pressure valve is off <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sleep a wink the last couple of nights but like, thanks for the <laughs> yeah, sleep tonight I sleep tonight. That's it if they go home. <laughs> uh, we might we might get them up to Richie Mackey for a for, uh, for glass of
7: water. You've 3-0-3 and sense. played lovely football right. tonight. Thanks a minute did. Well done. done. And I think Thank you. Both teams deserve great credit under the yeah, conditions Both teams I think will up to win the game rather than try and power down rather than not losing. And I think for the neutrals it was a, an enjoyable game of football. And we've three games won now and we've got next week and if you told me at the start of the year that we will be playing Vili for a place in the semi-final I'd have taken hand and all off you, so I would. Yeah, we've
4: got problems and Dave three, from three as well so we yes. should be in for a cracking game. Some lovely goals tonight, a little bit unfortunate and things happened just before one or two but they were taken very well. Like uh, Your Robbie Kane scored a cracker.
7: He scored a great goal, he did. And... Uh, Danny Doyle for his second one was in the right place at the right time and look, they're, uh, they're a young team, they're hopefully growing in a bit of confidence and uh, there's nothing like winning to keep sticking over, so we're delighted with the weather going at the moment and hopefully next weekend I'm not too sure what day or night mm-hmm. is on next weekend hopefully ourselves in Ranvili will be equally as good a game of football as tonight
4: you had a complete performance your changes worked well Kiran brought up a vital save at a vital time in the game with a, a great reflex foot save mm-hmm. which was very important
7: well Kiran is isn't the county goalie for nothing no. though, oh, so he's he a is, fine keeper he yeah. is a, he's a superb keeper mm-hmm. and uh, one of the reasons I think that the backs play so well is because they have such confidence in their goalie to basically pull him out of trouble if something does happen, and I think he has done that in every game he's played this year for us.
4: Your team cover a lot of ground, uh, both the Clarks carry a lot of ball, distributed very well, and you move very quickly, I said it to you last week, I said um, it to Ken, you do things very quickly,
7: you, you don't hang around. Well, we're not the biggest team in the Championship, so that kind of game is the game I feel we have to play to have any chance, uh, kick a long ball, up in the air, just we haven't the uh, men with the physique for that kind of a game, so we hope we're trying to play to our strengths and so far it seems to be working yeah and just before I let you go I said to Willie I think
4: Ken said it last week you might have six possibly seven but the minors did well here 2018 I think it was now but yes. they've transformed into senior footballers and they're, they're, they're well accomplished in playing senior football they're, they're good footballers and they're, they're dedicated and you have a few good lands out there and it's great to see a bit of youth and young people coming through in a town the size of Bagnallstown
7: it is and that minor championship that they won uh, has been I suppose really the kickstart of the senior team plenty of them have come through the three or four five there on the subs who who we feel would do any job for us if needed and uh, as you say no matter who you are, you need players coming through. And we're lucky enough at the moment that we do have decent footballers coming through.
4: Well, Hamish, well done tonight. Um, Alan kicked a few lovely points tonight as well. I we won't uh, let the evening pass without saying that. He have a bit of experience there as well. And he's still a young that lad. Is, <laughs> <but> <laughs> so are you, he, by the way. He
7: is. Thanks very much, Brendan. He <laughs> yeah, yeah. kicked a few lovely points. Yeah, he did. In and, and fairness, a of the forwards, like yeah, Keane good. Day kicked some great scores. Yeah. Robbie kicked... Great, you know what I mean? Yeah. You hope that in training they're, they're great to kick them in I suppose the last couple of games we feel we probably should have kicked more scores than we did so it was nice to get the scores tonight it
4: certainly was well, listen, well done and the very best of luck against Ratvilly and thanks for having word you're always very amazing thank thanks much. very much good man Hamish thank you
0: the Carlos Senior Football Championship was in action over the weekend plenty on the pitch to discuss we caught up with a couple of the managers first, beginning with Hamish Beaton from Bognstadon Gales.
7: You three 0 three and played lovely football tonight. They did. They played well, and I think both teams deserve great credit under the conditions. And have Ben Both teams, I think, went out to win the game rather than trying, rather than not losing. And I think for the neutrals, it was a, an enjoyable game of football and we've three games won oh, now and we've got next week and if you told me at the start of the year that we'd be playing Radville for a place in the semi-final I'd have taken hand and all off you so I would yeah. so. we've
4: got and Dave 3 from 3 as well so we yes. should be in for a cracking game some lovely goals tonight a little bit unfortunate things happened just before 1 or 2 but they were taken very well Like uh, your Robbie Kane scored a cracker
7: he scored a great goal he did and uh, Danny Doyle for his yeah. second one was in the right place at the right time and uh, look there. are uh, they're a young team, they're hopefully growing in a bit of confidence and uh, there's nothing like winning to keep sticking over so we're delighted with the way they're going at the moment and hopefully next weekend, I'm not too sure what day or night mm-hmm. is on, next weekend hopefully ourselves in Rambini will be equally as good a game of football as tonight.
4: You had a complete performance, your changes worked well. Kieran brought up a vital save at a vital time in the game with a, a great reflex foot save mm-hmm. which was very important.
7: Well Kieran isn't the county goalie for nothing now. No, so well, he's he a is, fine keeper. Yeah. He's a, he a superb keeper mm-hmm. and uh, one of the reasons I think that the backs play so well is because they have such confidence in their goalie to basically pull him out of trouble if something does happen and I think he has done that in every game he's played this year for us
4: Your team cover a lot of ground, uh, both the Clarks carry a lot of ball, distributed very well and you move very quickly, I said it to you last week, I said um, it to Ken you do things very quickly, you, you don't hang around
7: Well, we're not the biggest team in the Championship so that kind of game is the game I feel we have to play to have any chance, uh, kicking long ball, up in the air, just we haven't the uh, men with the physique for that kind of a game so We hope we're trying to play to our strengths and so far it seems to be working yeah and just before I let you go I said to Willie I think
4: Ken said it last week you might have six possibly seven but the minors did well here 2018 I think it was now but yes. they've transformed into senior footballers and they're, they're, they're well accomplished in playing senior football they're, they're good footballers and they're, they're dedicated and you have a few good lads out there and it's great to see a bit of youth and young people coming through in a town the size of Bagnallstown
7: it is and that minor championship that they won uh, has been I suppose really the kickstart of the senior team plenty of them have come through there's three or four five there on the subs who who f- we feel would do any job for us if needed and uh, as you say, no matter who you are, you need players coming through and we're lucky enough at the moment that we do have decent footballers coming through
4: well, Hamish well done tonight um, Alan kicked a few lovely points tonight as well Want won't uh, let the evening pass without saying that he have a bit of experience there as well and he's still a young lad <laughs> <laughs> so are he, you by the way to,
7: uh... he is thanks very much Brendan he yeah. kicked a few lovely points. yeah I did And in fairness a lot of the forwards like yeah, all Keane good kicked some great scores yeah. Robbie kicked uh, you know what I mean yeah. you hope that in training they're, they're great to kick them in I suppose the last couple of games we feel we probably should have kicked more scores than we did so it was nice to get the scores tonight it
4: certainly was well, listen, well done and the very best look luck against and thanks for having words you're always very and thank thanks very much good man Hamish thank you
0: we caught up with Joe Murphy from Oak
4: Joe Murphy Joe another win and impressive enough great first half uh if I mess if I have it in the second half it's not getting as many scores as the first half but you're still winning
8: yeah um, look at the game petered out a little bit I think in, in, in the early stages of the second half we uh, we saw of stood back or maybe our tempo dropped a little bit yeah. um, we were pretty far ahead at that stage so it can happen but then in the last quarter they picked it up again like and uh, you know the one bought half so that's that's a positive
4: yeah you have to be happy Joe lovely goals nice individual playing, collectively great, great team play
8: yeah I was very happy In the first half Because we were playing Against a stacked defence And we were patient And we worked the openings And then we were clinical When we got the chances So that's all positive again Like you said They are a little bit flat For 15 minutes In the second half But you know Job done at the end of the day Yeah
4: and you'd have to be happy Two seventeen. I think you finished with it's a great return
8: Yeah yeah The forwards were good Like I said 45 minutes They were, they were Over the hour They were good So I mean We still lots to improve on you know, we're still a couple of players there that um carrying injuries and that that w- would have been probably in the in the shake-up for the play tonight. So we want that competition from within the squad and the lads that played tonight did very well.
4: Yeah, and you have a fine panel, but Kevin won with intermediates earlier on. Yeah. So I suppose if you introduce an intermediate, they're gone from intermediate right. and you're restricting them. So you have to kind of balance it and be, f- be fair as well.
8: Well, exactly. We're working off, actually, we probably have the smallest panel in Carlo, to be honest, which yeah. of options. Uh, we have 19 players, yeah. simple as that. And uh, you know It's it's hard on the bodies For the guys We were happy with the two weeks break From the last day uh, um, So lads could repair But we're still down Two or three injuries there tonight uh, We had to take off Ross Dunphy in the end And we didn't have anyone To put on for him So we finished with 14 men mm-hmm, So 1-6 you know. Yeah he's a, he's a good player Like you know He's he's, he's a pure uh, individual A Yeah sometimes you don't know Actually what he's going to do And sometimes it goes right And sometimes it goes wrong But the goal he got tonight Was uh, you know it Was a bit but special was, Yeah uh,
4: Joe well done we look forward to the next round and uh, well done keep up the good work
0: thanks a million Brent thank Thank you in Ireland, were in Carlos Senior Football action at the weekend as well. We caught up with Stephen O'Mara.
4: Not the night you wanted Stephen, but uh, you did admit last week when I interviewed you about how good Airog were and the proved tonight to have a bit of class and they're one of the finest teams in the country. So it was always going to be difficult and it ended up it ended up being difficult in the end.
9: Ah, yeah, look, I think the reality at the moment is they're, they're different gravy. Like, looking at, at the scoreline, it's nearly identical to what, what they did to Pal two yeah. weeks ago and Pal are no joke-like. Uh, so, look, that's just, yeah... yeah you know turn up and to be honest the first quarter wasn't that bad you know I think the expected score 3.5 to 2.5 at 15 minutes they just shot well and we hadn't in second quarter but that's they massacre us? That's that's what a team like Air do when you switch off. That's yeah. just uh, that's that's and you can see that even late in the game they you know, they take a handy point and the heads up looking for the goal, and you have to it's, it's pure Kilkenny or Earl type. You just have to respect it. Like
4: Yeah, and and to be fair, just saying it to the lads here before you came to have a chat with me, he had lots of possession, just the final third, you know probably Keith and know, kicked a few points and, and Dermot and and Nile kept you in touch with the freeze and that, but you just found it hard to get scores and they were great at breaking the tackle and winning back possession
9: at times when you were in great positions. Yeah, yeah. Again, look, I suppose you look at them and Obvious. I think is this their 50-year down the road with the, the management team? Like they're like their S and C. It's it's inter-county standard. you yeah. know what I mean? so You're coming in and I suppose something I've to learn There's I don't mean a disrespect it. There's a kind of a more liberal uh, take on on contact down here than i used to in Dublin. Yeah. And you know the teams with that kind of condition, and uh, you know they can really put it to, to an advantage. And that's something that you just have to learn from. And that's what we discussed at the end of the season. That's an 18-month plan we have. It's but funny. It's, it's funny you said that
4: because when row played in the Leinster final against Ballyboden, Ballyboden got 13 frees in the first. Time. Half an arrow got one, and they got it from a right corner back position. So there's one fee in relation to the different gravy in the different places yeah. you play
9: football. Well, they used to say that the English team suffered in continental soccer because yeah. the way you know butchery yeah. was allowed. And I say, "Carlo, football <laughs> is butchery," <laughs> but butchery was allowed. And butchery was allowed. I remember watching when we first get watching Everton Bayern Munich, and yeah. but just Everton just butchered them. Yeah. And the Germans said, "Like that's not football; yeah. it wouldn't have been allowed." And you know, listen, I wouldn't complain about any decisions. It's just something I've come to learn yeah. that there's different cultures and different yeah. areas. Like I've coached the cavern and the Monaghan boys. Different in college yeah, yeah. that I coach Dublin boys because what they expect yeah. uh, and in fairness and I, I don't mean that with any ounce of badness it's just that's the ru- that's the culture of the referee in here and our o- are take the most advantage of it the conditioning to do it so like you're trying to get up there you look at the break line and you know you're breaking that line against other teams but you go up against that stat- and we saw it look, we saw it against the Thai and Sarsfields and Friendlies as well they're, in the, they're the same kind of gravy and yeah. the same kind of condition it's just you can practice it on, on the training ground but when you're coming against guys that well coached and that good at tackling and, and that able to hit you yeah. you know and even some of her bigger boys there like Dermot, Dermot Walsh like who's yeah. county standard s good... he got hit there once or twice and yeah. he's just not breaking that tackle the yeah. way you normally would so look you've got to Paul was a big loss for you tonight also yeah look listen let's be realistic for you know I'm looking at that scoreboard I don't like the look of it saying that there was a mathematical possibility two hours ago we could go out this weekend. Yeah. That's now gone. Yeah. We were through. Um, you know, and at half time we were looking like we could have been sweating on Sunday on another result. Um so we made it look again there, there's a bit of a niggle there. We made a practical decision. Um, self and Joan had done probably you know if you were pushed maybe you could have feel it but look it's a, it's, a, it's a marathon not a sprint as they say and look from the time we beat the Blues and as well that we beat them by the 8 pushed that score difference out to 37 we were more, you know look we, we, we've we had more than one eye on two weeks time which is as fair, I say you know, you know and that's just as I just said to the boys it's an eye for me practical you know we lick our wounds we gave a good 20 minutes there in the second mm-hmm. half which is I won't say entirely how we're meant to play but you know needs bust and I think we re- we went for one if I'm not mistaken or three, one maybe yeah. in appeared in the second half, so you know there's a, there's a capacity there. Ultimately, yeah, did we expect to win? Yeah, wasn't, we, we felt it wasn't beyond reason. I think maybe with the benefit of, of, of an hour an hour's evidence, maybe it never was realistic. But ultimately, listen, we just we have a quarter final in two weeks' time, and I suppose two of the three standout teams and in Carlo we've played and we have that experience to bring into it, you know.
4: We look forward to that, Stephen. And thanks for your work tonight. It's never easy when you're tweeting with one eye in a
9: quarter final. It's man. not a bad place <laughs> to be. You have to put the best foot out, you know. Yes, sir, no, well, <laughs> listen. Thanks again. Thank you. Come on. Thanks. You're you're- well.